Are you looking into scalp micropigmentation and want to know how it will look in years to come? Does it fade and when to get a touch up? Stay tuned, we chat with Ollie Hughes, owner and scalp micropigmentation artist at Appear Natural in London in the UK. I'm your host, Caitlin James from Scalp Micropigmentation Australia. Here we go. I'm Caitlin James from Scalp Micropigmentation Australia and welcome to another five minute fast facts on scalp micropigmentation, the Pro Artist Series, where we're interviewing some amazing scalp micropigmentation artists from around the world and getting their tips and tricks on how you can get the best out of your scalp micropigmentation transformation. So today's guest is located in South London. He has been in the scalp micropigmentation industry longer than most people would think coming up seven years and he has an extensive history of results um, working with a well-known um, in the well-known medical precinct of central London with a UK top hair transplant surgeon. Um, he did all of this before deciding to start all, um, all out on his own, um, creating the Appear Natural brand. He's well known within the industry as an absolute perfectionist and many men within the SMP industry just trust only this guy to look after their own SMP results. Today we're talking with Ollie Hughes. Welcome, Ollie. Ah, oh, stop it. Nice to speak to you, Caitlin. Thanks How are you doing? So much. Thanks so much for joining us and taking the time out today to have a chat. Always. Not a problem. Lovely. Pleasure. Right, so let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you came to enter the N um, SMP industry um, and what were you up to before you began your SMP journey? So in a nutshell, I actually, I actually studied theatre. I wanted to be an actor. Um, to be honest, it was probably a hair loss issue though. Um, I, I found that it, it, because I was already sort of shaving my head without the hairline, in my early 20s, I was kind of typecast. So I, was, I realized quite shortly after sort of getting my age and that I was being put up for thug, drug dealer, you know, um, and I, was, I realized I was never gonna play Romeo or, or you know, one of the, you know the, the, the leading male. So I kind of got a bit disillusioned with it, was considering becoming a teacher. Um, and that's when I had, had my SMP done. Um, at the time, there was only a couple of um, a couple of country um, companies in the country, uh, and I just got along with my practitioner. Um, I was I wasn't looking for a job, but he could see I was very meticulous about how mine should look. I was very much a perfectionist in that sense. I, I was just sort of telling him that I'd always been very artistic, and I think the the cogs started to turn in his head, and uh, he he took me on, and I, I so yeah, that that was one of the sort of bigger companies. Um, multi-clinic companies in the industry and uh, after after working for for them for a couple of years I, I moved on to my own thing and uh, yeah never looked back. Yeah brilliant um, and what is it that you love most about performing the scalp micropigmentation treatments on your clients? I mean at the risk of sounding cliche you know I'm sure you'll agree is the job satisfaction of being able to, to you know to make someone happy every day um, you know, it, it just just watching people walk out of the clinic with their their shoulders held held back a little bit higher, and um, yeah, you know, and and to hear the the stories that I, I'm sure you find it as well, Caitlin. You know, when people go away just just after having had the SMP done, you seem to find that they find other successes in their life as a knock on effect. You know, that it might be that they have um, 
health or fitness goals that they that they go on to, to sort of carry on with after having you know because that SMP sort of sparks that confidence in them yeah. or they go on to sort of um, success in their career um, so yeah it, it really is it really is such a nice job to be able to do yeah and um, you have worked within um, a hair transplant um, clinic um, mm -hmm. a fair bit of experience there so why do you feel like maybe people favor scalp micropigmentation as opposed to maybe going down the hair transplant path or using medications or other remedies um, I think it's because I mean as we know there are variables in any industry you know, and there are obviously variables in, in SMP but I think with the hair transplant more so you know mm -hmm. and um it's with smp it's more direct um you know you can see the, the area that you need to fill and that you need to improve on on the scalp uh, and you can make that improvement directly um obviously as as we know and i, I know you, you work with a, a surgeon as well caitlin um it's not that easy with the with the transplant you know there's it's um, whether the skin's gonna sort of receive the follicle well um what the what the sort of um the quality of the of the uh, graph is so mm -hmm. there's so many things that that can sort of be a stumbling block with that you yeah. do get great results as you know but but a lot of the time people are left wanting of it yeah which then i suppose is where you know combination treatments come into play where you know you can you can use the transplants and smp in conjunction with it with each other but you know, it is obviously it's the fact that it's non-surgical as well. Yeah. It's less invasive, so in, in you know, in layman's terms, it's less scary for people as well. So mm -hmm. there are a lot of benefits. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you really do look after your body as well. So do you feel like maybe people are also in that boat where they don't want to be taking medications unless they have to? So do you feel like there's this way of um, people steering away from using medications and, and maybe just want to go on to using, you know, having scalp micropigmentation because once it's done, it's done. There's no real ongoing maintenance with that. Definitely, you know. Um, as we know, you know, finasterides, which is commonly used um, in conjunction with transplants, you know, there are a lot of side effects. Not always, not always, but, um, you know, it can, be, it can be safe for some people, but there is a slight risk with that, um, you know, hormonal risk. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I think people are more savvy to that. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, that's definitely, definitely uh, something yeah. that, that's probably, that probably comes into play as well, yeah. Yeah, um, and you've been in the industry doing scalp micropigmentation for a long time now. So how have yeah. you seen over the last seven years or so, how have you seen the style of SMP results change in that time? Do you feel like there, there was, you know, the work that we were creating seven years ago is quite different to what we create now? And what do you think the changes are? Yeah, I definitely feel um, in terms of the sort of natural soft hairline, I think what we would have categorized six or seven years ago as a, a sort of softer hairline or a broken hairline actually now looks reasonably, I, I can only speak from my personal work, actually when I look back it's still reasonably hard, reasonably sort of um, a reasonably bold line. So I think people are a lot more um, brave in terms of how far outside the outside the actual bulk of the hairline that you can go in terms of scattering mm. and sort of really creating that soft look so so yeah i do i do think it's um it's more and more natural obviously the products and the the equipment that we're now using is you know you can get a much more um a much finer impression which is obviously going to help the results in that sense as well yeah yeah um so talking about touch-ups um 
on average, so someone that looks after their scalp reasonably well, on average, when can a client expect to come in from a touch-up or a redarking, redarkening, as some people call it, after their initial treatment course has been finished? I mean, as we know, it does vary. Um, you do get the guys, if they're, if they're sort of sun worshippers, if they're not taking care of their heads, or if they've got particularly dry skin, um, then it can be sort of maybe two years. Uh, that would be like the lower end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd say three or four years in, in general is a, around a, an average that people would expect to need a top up. Um, I was one of the lucky ones. Um, I, I really looked after my treatment and it was only actually recently um, after having it done for nearly seven years that, that I required a top up. So, um, yeah. but yeah, in general, as a, as, a, as a ballpark, I'd say three or four years. Yeah. Brilliant. And when we do um, touch-up sessions, how long do those sessions usually go for? Is it just usually one redarkening and maybe just a check? Or how, how do you like to do your redarkenings? Yeah, I think very rarely would it ever require more than one session for a, for a top-up because, as we know, it's never the treatment will never disappear. Um, I think that's a, what a lot of sort of customers coming into the coming into sort of looking at this treatment will will get confused slightly. They assume that it's going to sort of completely disappear over the four years when actually it will die down to the point where you need a top up. And, yeah. and in that sense, it's only ever going to be that one session just to sort of give it that kick that it needs and give it that added sort of depth and texture. Yeah. So yeah, unless there was extreme fading, I would normally be able to do a top up in one session. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. And um, do you feel like, in the beginning, so seven, seven years ago or so, do you feel like people were coming more often for touch-ups than they do now? Or do you think it's the reverse? Do you find that your clients aren't coming back as often as they used to? Which sort of way around is it? And um, do you feel like the finer impressions that we create now, do you think the longevity is the same as the older, older style SMP? What are your thoughts? I think actually it's, it's around the same, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, again, depending on the treatment, if someone wants a particularly natural treatment, then as you, as you mentioned, you know, naturally you're going to be using a finer impression and, and potentially a, a sort of slightly sort of shallower depth. So while they will get that natural, that natural look they want, it will make it slightly more susceptible to fading. Um, but yeah, in general, I think, I think it's pretty much, pretty much the same to be honest. Yeah. Um, and when do you feel, what are the signs that someone might need to look out for that they're due for a touch up? When is it, when, what, what are they looking for? Um, I think they'd be looking for, depending on their hair length, you know, they might have sort of for the, for the past couple of years, they might have had their, their hair at a consistent length. And actually they realize that their hair follicles start to look darker than the, the pigment around it, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's going to be the telltale, uh, telltale sign. You know, I think as well, obviously people's hair starts to recede and sort of deepen in the horseshoe area over those, you know, so they're, so they're losing hair post-treatment. So obviously it's good to get someone, someone who knows you've had the treatment, obviously to check the back of your head as well, because there can start to be a disparity in where the pigment is and where your hair is actually receded to in those areas. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, get someone to check as well, because obviously we can't, we can't always see around our hair and where it's, where it's still looking good. Yeah. Or always come and um, meet with your um, practitioner as well and let them have a look and give you some advice. 
Exactly. I mean, again, Zoom calls like this are great because obviously, as, as we know, sometimes we have clients travel from, you know, abroad sometimes. So, yeah, that would be a good idea as well. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ollie. Um, your expert views on what clients should expect um, from long-term results on scalp micropigmentation. Your um, expert tips and tricks have been appreciated. So thank you. Um, so You're thanks very for welcome. Being yeah, thanks for being a part of our five-minute fast facts on scalp micropigmentation, the Pro Artist series, um, focusing today on longevity results. So um, thanks so much, Ollie. Always a pleasure. Take care. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, we want to hear from you. So as always, don't be shy. Give us a call or email or pop something in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on, up, on, out on any updates um, as we release our latest content. So thanks for watching and we hope to see you soon.